Today's Torah is lovingly and reverently dedicated by Dov Bronstein in honor of the memory of his father, Anshel Yehoshua ben Dov, a Holocaust survivor with pure, simple faith, whose yurtzeit is going to be tomorrow on the 5th of others, 10th yurtzeit, may his merit protect all of us. And when we speak about this subject of Holocaust survivors, I want to tell you a question that's brought in many, many books. It's, it's, I've seen it over the years in many svarim, but I heard it from Holocaust survivors, especially my anxiety of blessed memory of my grandfather. This question, which is a question that many thinking people are bothered by very often, my Zaidi used to ask this question with tears in his eyes. It wasn't just academic. And that question is that if the previous generations, our forefathers, were not able to bring Mashiach, if our forefathers weren't quote-unquote good enough to bring Mashiach, how are we going to be the ones that are going to make it happen? And the way that my Zayde used to say it is there's the shenste and the best amat galost in Auschwitz, that the... The best part of Klal Yisrael we left in Auschwitz, the nicest, the most beautiful. <clears throat> we're many decades later and we're on a much lower level. And so the question is begged all the time, how are we going to be the ones to actually bring about the redemption, to make it actually happen? So there's the famous answer that's always given about the Nana Salgabe Anuk, the, the very short person on the shoulders of a giant, that there was a giant that could just make it up to the wall. And so he took the smaller person and put him on his shoulders so he should be able to get over the wall and look over and tell the giant what he sees. And basically saying that we're on giant's shoulders and previous generations, you know, were giants and they were. But I saw once an idea from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He said it in one sentence and it moved me so deeply because it's so... It's such a perfect example of how Hasidus changes the way that we look at so many things, and especially ourselves. The Rebbe said, As Azah Kasha, asking such a question only makes sense if there's an essential difference between one Jew and another, if there would be an essential difference between us and previous generations. But since the only difference between us and previous generations is not in etzem, but in giluyim, it's not in essence, it's only in manifestations. The only difference between each and every one of us and Rashi and Rabbi Kiva Eger and the Balshemtov is not an essential difference. Essentially, we're all the same. As it says in Tanya chapter 2, that every one of us has a literally a piece of God, that's what it means we're God's child, that God put His entire essence into us to become His child. And of course, at that level of our essence, there are no differences between people. We are all exactly the same. There is no hierarchy when you think about the essence of who you are, of your soul, that piece of you that's one with Hashem. That, that there are tremendous differences, that they were giants, those previous generations, and their hearts and minds were open like the, like the sea. I mean, the Gemara already says, Abaye, the people in the Gemara already spoke about the previous generations were like angels, and if you look at them like men, then we're like donkeys. Of course, we're, we, we don't compare ourselves. We all know our shortcomings, and better than saying our shortcomings, we all know how far we are from what it seems to say in the books we're supposed to be doing. But the Rebbe said you have to know 
that that means we might not have manifested who we are. We might not have manifested, we might not have sprouted yet. But that just means that in Giluyim and revelations and manifestations we haven't yet sprouted. The exile is able to keep what we are deep inside, hidden deep inside, but we have it inside Hashem Mamish. There is no essential difference. It's just that we haven't manifested, we haven't revealed. A very simple example. I don't know if you know, when you compare diamonds, if you ever want to purchase a diamond, they could show you two diamonds that to the naked eye look exactly the same. And yet one diamond is worth $1,000 and another diamond is worth $10,000. And if you're not an expert, they look exactly the same. But it's explained to you that this is S1, there's a whole system, how they rate it, that this one has a scratch inside. So essentially, Be'etzem, essentially, it's only a $1,000 diamond. This one is a pure diamond, it's a $10,000 diamond. But then if you imagine taking two $10,000 diamonds, a different scenario, you take two $10,000 diamonds, one of the diamonds is beautiful and clean and shiny, and the other one is surrounded by dust or dirt. Now these two diamonds look absolutely nothing alike in revelations and manifestations. But here essentially they're both two $10,000 diamonds. And that's the way we should look at the only difference between us and previous generations. We might be covered over by some layers of dust, of dirt. We're all have the divine soul enclosed that went through the worlds, down the downchaining of worlds and entered into our physical body, etc. And it's in a state of exile very often. That's what Tanya is about, to reveal the truth that no matter how many descents and how many layers of dust and dirt, every one of us is a $10,000 diamond. We're all God's children and we have God's essence in us. And when we finally will realize that, Mashiach will come. May we see him today.